Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I love this story. A Michigan man has been left baffled after a tiny doll family suddenly appeared inside his mailbox. I used this as a headline in What's the Lie on Friday, but I love this story so much, I gotta talk about it. Um, Apparently, the toys were left with a letter that read a little post-it note that said, we've decided to live here. Tiny furniture was also left inside the mailbox. Awesome. He said they opened uh, the mailbox and the two dolls sitting on a love seat of the mailbox. And uh, he thought that somebody mistakenly placed them in his mailbox. He checked the other mailboxes and no one else received any tiny dolls. Now, the difference between his mailbox and many mailboxes is that he has a mailbox custom designed to replicate an old house that they lived in in Detroit. I mean, who doesn't want a mailbox that looks like the house we used to live in in Detroit? Anyway, uh, he checked and no one else had dolls inside their house. Then it continued, okay? Uh, More items were left in the mailbox, such as a dog and furniture. He also did some investigating, trying to locate the culprit, but he couldn't. He said they questioned the neighbors and they were, you know, no one's admitting to it, no matter who it is. This is awesome this needs to be done around america if you know someone that has one of those house mailboxes you need to do this now i know it's a pain to make the little dolls and the furniture but you can still do it it's kind of cool they had a christmas uh decorations put in the mailbox they had halloween decorations put in the mailboxes it's awesome and i guess you know it's kind of an issue because you're messing with the postal service but as a uh, wannabe USPS servicer, uh, yeah, something like that, uh, the mail carrier has no problem with it because there's still plenty of room to deliver the mail because it's a big mailbox. It's 26 inches long, 15 inches wide, 10 inches high. So, I mean, it looks like their old house in Detroit, and there's plenty of room to put the mail in when the mail carrier delivers the mail. So, I love this. If I mean, it makes how cool is it? I hope that he is posting the pictures on Instagram. Uh, I hope he's created his own mailbox family Instagram account or his own mailbox Facebook account. It says he posted some of the pictures, I guess, on Facebook, but uh, we'll, we shall see. I mean, it would be a great Instagram or TikTok account, that's for sure. Uh, I love the daily hello. He even uh, made a small mailbox put on the outside of the house <laughs> with a little doll-sized letterbox so that it's got many mail packages in their mailbox. So he's playing along as well. Really, really cool. Uh, I wish this were this would be done around America. And, uh, you know, I would say that perhaps someone on Etsy uh, could uh, come up with their little dolls, uh, mailbox dolls, for people around the country. Now, now again, 
Oh, you can't be messing with the mailboxes. That's a federal offense. Yeah, but the Dallas have decided they wanted to live there. So, get over it. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Oh, and for those of you wondering, of course, uh, the mailbox uh, was of their house in Detroit, but they actually live in Orchard Park, which is just, if you look on my hand here as the map of Michigan, is right there a little, a little north of Detroit, just so you know, you can tell it's right there on my hand. Okay, so a uh, children's show in uh, Australia. Uh, airs on the Australian Broadcasting Company, ABC, has been edited for fat shaming. Uh, Wow. This is where we're at in America. Okay. So the show, Bluey, uh, started off with Dad on the scales. And the episode is called Exercise. So he's weighing himself on the scale. Little kids in the tub. The other little kids running around. Mom comes in and dad looks, stands on the scale and goes, woo. <laughs> and the little kid goes, what's wrong? And uh, he says, I've got to lose some weight. i got to exercise. And the mom comes in like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know, stuff that actually happens in homes. And it's a kid's cartoon. So it's kind of like a joke for the parents, really. Uh, you know, just because the parents, you know, half watch the shows with the kids or maybe they sit there and watch the shows with the kids. I don't know whatever kind of parent you are. So the people were all wound up about it saying that that's fat shaming. Wait, what? Yes. It's fat shaming. How is that fat shaming? Well, It sends a dangerous message to the show's young audience about weight loss and body image. Yeah, wouldn't want the kids to think, hey, we got to get outside and exercise. Wouldn't want that to happen. So the opening scene was removed and edited. And so the episode begins with uh, outside exercising. Wow, Uh, just amazing. And so, I mean, I'm not for fat shaming by the way but i don't necessarily believe that was fat shaming now that's not the first time this show has uh been uh been 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 censored they had a show called uh daddy robot a viewer complained apparently uh the dad used an insensitive term in the episode abc censored it disney plus omitted an episode dad baby because bluey's dad simulated what it was like to give birth can't have that can we so makes one actually want to watch bluey to be honest as long as we're fat shaming we might as well talk about rachel galines in ohio we're state in the union uh apparently uh, rachel a trans woman uh was in trouble for showing herself off uh, naked in a female locker room with a visible man part uh the charges against glines were then brought to court in february if you're thinking rachel glines isn't that darren no uh not anymore okay not since 2021 darren glines has gone by rachel glines so get over it okay so apparently there's no question that uh glines was in the women's locker room and uh you know it was all part of the deal the ymca of greater 
Dayton had previously given permission for Glines to enter the women's locker room in all YMCA facilities in the area. In a statement regarding the incident, the YMCA said, under no circumstances will we investigate an individual's birth identity and then assign individuals to the locker rooms. That would be counter to the law, counter to respect for all people, and it's not who or what we are as an organization. Okay, well, good for you, YMCA. So if you want to go to the YMCA, all you have to do is say, I identify as, and they let you in so there's no question that that happened the question uh, remains whether she had her man part visible there's no question there was not there was no trespassing because she was allowed to go in there but the uh, incident was uh, indecent exposure against Kleins okay and there were some juveniles that compl- that saw this naked man who identified as a woman in the female locker room however the uh, attorney for her and the judge agreed that yeah uh, Rachel is too fat to see her man part so there was no indecent exposure since there wasn't anything exposed really I mean it was exposed but it was underneath fat so you couldn't see it <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad if you're Rachel because, I mean, it's good for Rachel that you're not being charged with this crime. However, I mean, I don't want to be a fat shamer, but if you're too fat to be able to see your man part, uh, that might be an issue. Another thing that's an issue is products doing the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. And it's crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. So you definitely uh, need Raycon wireless earbuds. That's right. You heard me. Raycon wireless earbuds. The best product priced differently because of the name. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point. So you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. I mean, let's face it. Coffees start at, what, five bucks a pop, even without uh, any customizations? Uh, Our bank accounts somehow always are uh, going down, that's for sure. And so we're officially entering a dupe session. (laughs) Uh, That's right. A good duplicate or dupe is crucial to getting the highest quality at the best price. And that's where Raycon wireless earbuds come in. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big name tech brands out there. I will say this. uh, Everyone in my family loves their Raycons, uh, including me. Uh, I, I bought one pair. This is where the buy a pair and a spare. You might as well get ahead of the game because I got one pair and uh, my daughter started using the pair that I had. So I got another pair. And then my wife started using the pair that I had. So then I've got another pair. And uh, pretty soon I'm going to have to get another pair. So Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be 
perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. You can pay as low as $18 at check at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. On top of the way it feels in my ear, I love the custom gel tips for that perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit. Uh, Crystal clear call quality. Uh, One of my personal favorites is water and sweat resistance. Eight hours of playtime. I love them. I can't tell you how happy I am with my Raycon and everyone in my family loves the Raycons. So go to buyraycon.com slash Jeffy today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon.com slash Jeffy to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cool to drink desperately. We are almost there. If you're listening live, today is the 8th of May, 2023. Way back, 1,100 and, well, 38 days ago, uh, we were told 15 days to end the curve, to flatten the curve. And so on Thursday, the 11th of May, the curve will be flattened. It will be 1,141 days. And the COVID vaccine requirements for federal employees, federal contractors, and international air travelers will expire with the end of the COVID public health emergency. Yay! Now get ready for the influx of illegals crossing the border because they are lining up at the border. They got them all rowed up. And what, you know, 8,000 a day are coming across now. And get ready for a lot more. And it is not going to be pretty. And I'm not going to get into the border, which I'm told or we are told is secure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it's secure. Uh, 72% uh, of people coming across the border are young males, but it's not an invasion. Don't you dare, dare say that it is. Okay, got that? All right, all right, let's move on. Uh, Burger King, sad news about Burger King. They're going to shut down 400 U.S. locations by the end of this year. That's pretty amazing. They're going to close up to 400 locations as they face, you know, competition, obviously, from uh, the likes of uh, those bastards at McDonald's. Now, it says in this story that Burger King has just under 7,000 stores now in the U.S. I mean, McDonald's has almost double that in the U.S. I think 13.5 is their number or something like that. So, like I said, almost double. So they're looking to close some shops and make things better. Okay. Uh, They're looking for additional franchisees with stronger finances, but still expects to close between 300 and 400 restaurants. I guess they've had a couple of big time uh, franchisees go bankrupt, which cost them dearly. Uh, and they are paying for that right now. Now, they have a new Reclaim the Flame turnaround plan, which I wasn't aware of, but good luck to Burger King to Reclaim the Flame and reverse loss in market share. I don't know that you're going to get that, especially when I read that the McDonald's logo has a sexy meaning 
and I didn't know that it did, but apparently um, when you turn the McDonald's logo upside down, it appears to be a female breastages. <laughs> uh, you got to stretch quite a bit to get to that, but okay, if you say so, you got it. Uh, no problem. You know what? You got me. <laughs> it's supposed to represent a mother's nurturing breasts when looked at upside down. Is it? Is it really? That's what they say. Uh, it's not me. I'm just saying it's being reported that that the iconic golden arches is, uh, is a logo that's supposed to represent a mother's nurturing breasts when looked at upside down. And how often... How often in your life have you looked at the McDonald's logo upside down? I can't count the times I've looked at the McDonald's logo upside down. Some McDonald's franchise are in trouble these days with federal labor laws, though. Uh, officials said that uh, the franchise owners operating 62 locations across Kentucky, Indiana, Maryland, and Ohio had more than 300 children working longer hours than allowed. One owner had two 10-year-olds working without pay as late as 2 a.m. I'd be interested to know about those 10-year-olds if it was the owner's kids because that makes a difference. It might not make a difference in uh, the investigation with the Labor Department, but it makes a difference to me. Uh, you know, parents, uh, you know, plan on having their kids work at the stores. And uh, yeah, you're working till 2 because I'm here till 2. I'd be interested to see what that actually was. So the Department of Labor issued $212,000 in fines for violations. A McDonald's spokesperson called the report deeply troubling. The news comes as states have moved to relax child labor regulations. Meanwhile, experts uh, said that the increase in child labor is fueled by a tough job market and a higher number of children arriving in the U.S. border without parents. Wait, what? What was that last line? Yes, uh, you know, it was fueled by a tough job market and a higher number of children arriving at the U.S. border without parents. Huh. Uh, I would say that uh, the photos that I saw and the video that I saw all weekend long about the border, the border is secure, was there weren't a lot of children. Now, those who may have already crossed, they may be in another pile of people that are lining up to come into the country, but what I saw was young males between what looked like the ages of i don't know 15 to 30 and i don't know like i said earlier that's an invasion but what do i know uh, about probably nothing nothing is what i know follow me on twitter at jeffy jfr facebook and instagram jeff fisher radio you can email the show chewing the fat at the blaze.com you can order a cameo from me at any time at jeffy jfr cameo is not free uh you pay for that cameo is my pimp and then they send me the order and i do what you ask that's <laughs> that's why cameo is my pimp and i'm sure they're happy to be known as jeffy's pimp uh, I, speaking of Twitter, though, I saw, I love these stupid things. And I don't know why I like them. Just don't judge me. But, you know, where they have you say, what's your different name, depending on your birth month and your birthday. And this one was sent to me uh, saying, uh, you know, I wonder if Jeffy JFR could answer that. 
and uh, so they have uh, what's your beach name and it's brought to you by gauge sunglasses i'll give them their love uh, long island shades company gauge sunglasses.com and uh the question is what's your beach name and the birth month january is boozing and golden bronzed salty sun-kissed trained sandy lazy naked active fluffy season and then your birth day one through the third is doc drinker Four through the sixth is fish tailor. Seven through the ninth is lotion rubber. Ten through twelve is ocean floater. Uh, Thirteen through the fifteenth is shore slacker. Sixteen through the eighteenth is speedo slapper, crab chaser, hermit babe, snorkel stalker, bikini snatcher. So <laughs> I really want it to be. My birthday is in January, and I really want it to be boozing snorkel stalker. But no, I am boozing bikini snatcher which i guess makes sense so that's my beach name according to long island shades and gauge sunglasses uh, dot com uh, i am a boozing bikini snatcher So who died today? Who died today? Vita Blue. Vita Blue, a Cy Young MVP, three-time World Series winner. He was 73. Amazing. This guy was awesome when he was playing, man. No question about it. Um, He was, you know, most famous, obviously, during the 70s and 80s. And uh, he was the first, I believe the first, to start an all-star game for both the American League and the National League. Yeah, I think he was the first one to do it because there was Roger Clemens, Randy Johnson, uh, Roy Halladay, and Max Scherzer did it. But that was all after Vita Blue. He was awesome. And, uh, you know, he got in trouble with uh, some cocaine. Apparently, he was found with cocaine in his car. He went to jail for like three months, and then he was suspended from baseball. Well, he came back and played after that. And he got into a big fight with uh, the Oakland A's owner at the time because he wanted more money. And he said, uh, I was just trying to get a pay raise and get paid what I was worth. And uh, that's what he did. It was awesome. Uh, Vita Blue, dead at the age of 73. No word on the cause of his death, but it wasn't that. So don't even don't even look at me like, oh, that's what it was. No, no, they didn't say what it was. So it's definitely not that. Vita Blue, uh, <laughs> dead at the age of 73. Oh, and Ray Liotta's cause of death. He's already been on Who Died Today. Uh, he died a year ago. Uh, now we know the cause of his death was revealed. And I told you at the time that it wasn't that, okay? And that, you know what? It wasn't, okay? Got it? All right. So he died May 26th of last year. So it was almost a year ago, uh, age 67, from acute heart failure and fluid in the lungs. At the time, it was announced that he had died in his sleep at a hotel in the Dominican Republic. He was filming a new movie there. And so it was, uh, you know, pulmonary edema. Not what you think it is. Okay. That's, I know, I know that's what you thought, but you thought wrong. It's weird that he had that and didn't, uh, didn't have it 
being treated, though. Uh, the pulmonary edema, the you know, the excess fluid in the lungs. Uh, I mean, that you can't lay down. It feels like you're drowning. Not that I'm aware. Uh, during uh, when you have congestive heart failure, uh, lung damage, high altitude exposure, kidney failure. So, I mean, they can do surgery, but usually it's heart medication and uh, aspiration and diuretics. And so it's weird that he just didn't know it. It's funny how they just blame it on that. But anyway, uh, we know now that that's what they claim and that's what we are to believe. So, you know what? I'll believe it, I guess. Okay. It's pulmonary edema. He had acute heart failure and fluid in the lungs. So, it wasn't that. So, I didn't know that Christina Applegate had been diagnosed with MS. Or maybe I, she, maybe I knew and forgotten, whatever. But I guess she was filming uh, Dead to Me's third and final season, which I enjoyed. Uh, you know, it was okay. But in uh, August of 2021, she was diagnosed with MS. I don't know that I remember hearing about that. But uh, she says now that she uh, doesn't see herself returning to TV and film after her MS diagnosis. Uh, it's a disabling neurological disease, has her on, uh, you know, everyday life, and uh, it becomes more and more difficult. And she said she's 51 now. I mean, after her diagnosis, they stopped or paused production so that Christina could begin treatment. I do not remember hearing about this. And so the series eventually wrapped, and uh, she spoke about how uh, she's trying to deal with her symptoms, and she's not sure how that's going to be. She's finding out, it's about finding out what I'm capable of doing. Yeah, no kidding. Just uh, incredible. I mean, multiple sclerosis is a disease that affects, that affects the central nervous system it ain't pretty, uh, the brain and spinal cord. But it's different for everyone. <sighs> Just terrible. Uh, I mean, symptoms include numbness, tremor, or lack of coordination. And, of course, I mean, it's just it's so terrible because it differs in each person. Uh, it's just incredible. Anyway, Christina uh, Applegate simply believes that she's done working on camera. Uh, you know, I, and the picture they have over here, in this, it's a people.com story. And, uh, like, I watched Dead to Me, and she obviously has had a little bit of work done. She's Christina Applegate. She can do what she wants. I'm okay. And it appeared to me that she wasn't on her way to three cuts to clown face. But the picture that People has of Christina, uh, she looks like uh, apparently she is on her way to uh, three cuts to clown face. That may have stopped now with uh, the <laughs> diagnosis. I don't know. But this picture here, woo. Christina, take it easy. And speaking of three cuts to clown face and maybe, you know, like 18 cuts to clown face, Meg Ryan, who's 61 now, uh, made a, a public outing. Whew, I mean, nobody's seen her in months, right? Now, remember, Michael J. Fox has this new documentary called, uh, what the heck is this new documentary called? Shakes? No, don't be silly. It's called Still. <laughs> I was just joking. Sorry. I love Michael J. Fox. Anyway, she is unrecognizable. I mean, holy cow. And they were all there at the uh, Lincoln Center. Uh, Bill Murray, Elvis Costello, a bunch of... I mean, the who's who were all there supporting Michael, and they should. He's deserving of anything he gets. But 
Uh, Meg has denied having any plastic surgery or enhancements. <laughs> uh, right. Say it with me now. Right. I mean, that is unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Unless, unless she has gone through some kind of blending device. That's it, she. It's she's unrecognizable. There's it just doesn't happen. Uh, you know, sure, she was styling and she had her little jacket and trousers and black boots on and she looked great. But uh, she claiming that she doesn't hasn't had any work done. Uh, Meg, honey, uh, don't lie to us. And for sure, don't lie to yourself. OK, you've had way too much work. Now, maybe she's had, you know, fat transfers and fillers. But that smile and the eyes and the, oh, honey, no. And you look side by side from years ago when Meg Ryan was the Meg Ryan that everybody loved. And, you know, I'm not saying we don't love her today. She's Meg Ryan. But it's just the question of who's that? And I see, uh, well, congratulations to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'm sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. As it uh, did uh, like $118 million, uh, domestically. And it did, uh, so I mean, it's pretty well, pretty good. Did pretty good. Did uh, over $289 million, uh, internationally. So good for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Congratulations. However, as I'm looking at movies this weekend, I see where there's a new Hunger Games coming out uh, the end of this year. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Now, it's it's a prequel. Of course, it's a prequel. Uh, that's where everybody's head's at these days. Uh, it's called The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And it's scheduled to be released in the U.S. in November. Okay? So it's without the usual players. Uh, film stars uh, Tom Blythe, Rachel Ziegler, Peter Dinklage, Hunter Schaefer, and Joss Andres Rivera, and Viola Davis. Set 64 years before the events of the first film, its plot follows a young Cornelius Snow, his relationship with the Hunger Games tribute, uh, Lucy Gray Baird, and the events that eventually led him on the path to becoming the tyrannical leader of Panem. So, uh, the prequel of Hunger Games. I, I'm going to watch it. I watched all the other Hunger Games. I enjoyed them. Uh, I don't know if if What's-Her-Face has any kind of agreement with Hunger Games, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, but she should, uh, because if they're coming out with this Hunger Games, she should be getting a piece of that pie for sure. <laughs> Congratulations to everyone that is uh, busy celebrating uh, the new king uh, in the United Kingdom. Uh, king Charles uh, is—he's uh, been—he's uh, been coronated. <laughs> he is the new king. I know today was a special holiday, and it was a beautiful weekend. Uh, Harry showed up in and out, though. Uh, William gave his father a bent the knee, kissed his father. He is the king, and William will be the next in line. 
Uh, they were all there. It was a beautiful, beautiful celebration of the coronation of the king and the new queen, Queen Camilla. <laughs> And the rest of them. I mean, Katy Perry and Jill Biden was there, and John Kerry and Lionel Richie. Well, Katy and Lionel actually were there to work. And, uh, you know, it was weird. Uh, the Harry thing is really weird. Uh, I was hoping that they would get a chance to talk to him. Maybe they did, but it certainly didn't look like it. Uh, he was standing alone, and then he was sat uh, behind some people. He was three or four rows back, and then he left. So maybe it's over. And he's going to be stuck with the ball and chain Megan forever now. And uh, that's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. That's what you get. And, of course, we had the Kentucky Derby, which was uh, fun to watch. And Mage uh, won the Kentucky Derby, seemingly coming out of nowhere, 15 to 1 shot. Amazing. We talked about this a little bit on uh, Friday, but uh, two more horses uh, died on Saturday before the race. So they had a number of seven horses that died last week at Churchill Downs. What is going on? There needs to be an investigation. Maybe we should send in, maybe that's a new TV show, The Horse Whisperer or Detective. The Horse Detective. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. I don't know, but something needs to be looked into. You can quote me on that. Maybe that's what Rochelle's going to be doing. You know, we got the news that uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky is going to leave the CDC uh, June 30th. And so I'm sure, you know, she's uh, she's had her time uh, spreading her doctrine at the CDC. So maybe that's what she's doing now. You can join Rochelle Walensky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, not anymore because of the writer's strike, so it's probably put on hold. But prior to the writer's strike, I'm sure they may have been working on a new show with uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the horse investigator. And maybe we'll just use AI and uh, talk about uh, Chat GPT, the horse investigator. I know we're already talking about uh, a couple of health networks rolling out pilot programs testing whether AI chat gpt can handle basic patient queries that would normally be sent to staff and doctors and that's what's going to happen right they're going to come up with the diagnosis the problem right now is they don't have any empathy so the robot comes in and says you have cancer you have six months to die goodbye and nobody wants that <laughs> we like a little empathy from the doctor you know something to you know cry our shoulder on but that's coming uh it's just going to be uh the robot and the computer system telling us what's wrong what we need to do and uh if you don't do it well then you don't get your goodies okay that's just the way it is <laughs> and that is coming sadly that is coming and they're already putting it to good use so be ready uh when your health uh, network for your insurance says uh what does the computer say all right, a couple of emails uh, had sent to me to chewingthefat at theblaze.com. The first one was uh, one that was, you know, not going to make me any money. It was just informative. Uh, Sir Jeffy, I am from Louisiana and the first deeply concerned over the new ID law for porn sites. Oh, I am from Louisiana, and at first I was deeply concerned. Oh, okay, good. Whew. So it's okay now. Uh, here is what I've learned since it be became effective. Not all sites make you verify your age. Uh, the well-known sites do, but there are plenty of sites similar to Pornhub that don't care. 
if you must pursue the well-known sites, you can use a VPN or the digital ID wallet and get right to some tube and business. Uh, some sites even have an option to verify your age by using your camera. Uh-huh. Uh, this particular uh, writer of the email says, I ain't brave enough for that. Don't want that coming back to haunt me. <laughs> Why, what do you mean? They would never save your picture taking care of stupid business on the porn site. That would be impossible. <laughs> so for those of you in uh, Utah, uh, there's a couple of a uh, couple of ideas for you uh, that can uh, help you in your search for porn sites with the new ID laws. Thank you, JP. I appreciate it very much. And I got another proposal. I'm going to be rich. So back the heck off me. Okay. I got this. This one almost sounds like it could actually be true. It does. It sounds like they're starting to get me. They're starting to win me over. Okay. This under the heading business proposal slash urgent reply from Captain John Rogers. Hello. I am Captain John Rogers, 3rd Infantry Division in parentheses and all caps. I am an American soldier with a British background serving in the military with the Army's 3rd Infantry Division. With a very desperate need for assistance, I have summed up the courage to contact you and I appreciate it, Captain. I found your contact particulars in an address journal of a business career builder's database. Huh. I am seeking your kind of assistance to move the sum of 10 million, 10 million U.S. dollars in parentheses. Uh, he has just a dollar sign and one zero M and then 10 million U.S. dollars in parentheses to you. As far as I can be assured that my share will be safe in your care until I and my partner come to you. This is no stolen money and there is no danger involved. Uh-huh. My partner and I need a good and reliable person we can trust to actualize this dream. The money is from oil proceeds and it's legit. We intend to move it by diplomatic means to you or to a safe and secure location of your choice. Once the funds get to you, please take your share and keep my share. I shall, however, leave out other details of this transaction until I receive an affirmation of your desire to participate. Please contact me at my personal email address below for more details. And then he gives, for more details, he sends a link for me to click on, which I am nervous about even clicking on that link, but I may do that soon. But I don't know that I'm going to reply. It sounds like it. It's $10 million plus. I don't know what his share is. He's got a partner that he's already talking about. I don't know what he and his partner are up to. I mean, I could walk away with 10 bucks, and they could walk away with $9,990,000. I don't know. Anyway, yours truly, Captain John Rogers. And he gives me another email address, which is different than the email address that it came from and different from the email address that he highlighted at the beginning of this. So, I mean, I want it to be, maybe that's it. Maybe that's, I want it to be real. 
I want it to be real. I want Captain John Rogers to be real. I want uh, the whole thing to be real so that he can just move his $10 million to my bank account and I'll keep it safe. I promise I'll keep it safe until you and your partner show up to, uh, you know, get your share. (laughs) Man, do I want it to be true. I want it to be true, but sadly, I know, I know, I get it. Stop looking at me like that. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.